I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Coming up on TMS, baby, fart doot 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 doot. <laughs> this soup is not OSHA approved. These nuts vending. Show me your cookies. Depeche a la mode. While my guitar gently meeps. Maintaining eye contact during a fart. Apple jail. They call it the juicer. Is AI Smash Mouth better than AI Nickelback? The Donets Party. Almond Joys. A misleading log of sadness. Soulful Methane Production. App-connected golf tees. Nine days? Nine! You can't see a tempest if it's in a teapot with Tom. Recommendals are not for everyone with Randy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. As for everything else, the Greeks had a word for this mental and physical state of bliss. Ataraxia was the term they chose to use. Check out the Magic Kingdom. The Morning Stream. Would you mind not shooting at the thermonuclear weapons? Good morning and welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for April 12th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson and that's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Mm, hello. Hello. You've wandered into my laboratory. Well, you know, look, I came in here with a mission and that mission was to inform everybody. Brian's, of course, acutely aware of this, that nine days from now, uh, TMS Vegas is happening. All right. Nine days. Nine days. Measly days. There's really not much to to a nine-day stretch. It's just a real quick little, you know, you're done, and then you're gone, and then you're there. It's actually... Put nine days, but it's actually a little more than that. Oh, is it? What is it? Hold on a second. Who put nine days? Because I'm looking. It's eleven days oh. until. Oh, is it? Are we saying days nine until the? Uh, who told us? Who uh, said nine days in the chat? Come on now. Who did? Uh, oh, Claire. Claire is in Vegas uh, in nine days. Oh my God. So Claire, you're going to be in Vegas for like over a week. Is she there for what? So what? She's there for two extra days. Tell anyone else gets there. Nine days. Oh. Yeah, nine days. Wow. Uh, Wow. Yeah, that. Listen, I love Vegas. That's too much Vegas <laughs> too even much for me. Vegas. 
I mean, I'm not, I'm not even kidding. Like, uh, uh, same. By the time we get to you, Claire, you're going to be a, a puddle of, uh, of. I think I'm done with this. I think I'm done with this place. God damn it! I'm never in this place. So yeah, if you go, if you go there for my my rule generally is four is about my limit. Yeah, four is four is a great target. And when something like this is going on, there's so much stuff to pull you away from those four days. Like you know, there's going to be times we're doing stuff where it doesn't matter if we're in Vegas or we're right. in Snowbird or we're in Utah or we're in Colorado, whatever. Yeah. But there's a lot of other time that that we're going to be doing the Vegasy things. Yeah, for sure. But uh, but that's okay, Vegas. You can get it all cleared out for us and ready, ready. You know. All cleaned up mm-hmm. and uh, and ready for our arrival. We appreciate you doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, we are uh, we're going to do a show today. We got a lot to talk about. We got some guests. We got all the fun stuff. Wednesdays represent. Yeah, no kidding. We've got three fourths of uh, no. We have all four members of Film Sack on at various times. Oh my gosh, think of that. Yeah, we got Dunaway today, right? He didn't have a thing yeah. today. Oh, awesome. He's yeah. already in and everything. That's great. He's already in and everything. The dude's prepared, man. He's yeah. prepared. That's awesome. Now, I'm going to let you guys know when we do the thing where you guys DM me at that time of the show to be on the, you know, be part of the uh, feud today. I'm prioritizing uh, someone who keeps trying to get in last week and couldn't get in. Hmm. Um, That's Ian. I am sci-fi. So if I am sci-fi rings in like if he does the dm if he's one of the first four he'll automatically get in. he's auto get in because we had trouble with him like two weeks in a row. If he doesn't, then all bets are off, and it's the fourth person, no matter what. So cool. Just know that you know as we get closer to the to to the thing. Uh, Real quick, yesterday. So we have this near us in our kind of like community here, this area called Daybreak. There's a a store. It's like a grocery store, but it's more than that because they're all fancy. They're a little too expensive, like grocery wise, but they have like some nice amenities. It's places called Harmons. It's a whole chain here. But the Harmons are a little bit special in that they've got really fancy bakeries and they're known for their like artisanal cheese and they just go a little further. They're like trying to break the mold of like just grocery store. They're more than that. And up top, they have a whole floor of places you can go like lounge around. There's food up there. They have cooking classes up there. They have all this stuff. And up there, they have this burger place, Brian, where you just go and you say, well, I want a burger. Here's how I want it done. Or chicken, whatever you got. They have a fish thing too. And then they cook all that up and then they give it to you. And then they have a whole big bar of like add your own stuff to it. Hmm. So I'd load mine up with like mushrooms and kimchi and all the dumb stuff I like. Of course you do. Yeah. And we're all over there yesterday having a little date with uh, Phoebe and Van because they happen to be there. So me, Mm -hmm. uh, the baby, the four-year-old Taylor, and then uh, Carter and Kim, we're all there together. And um, we're sitting there and I thought, Boy, it'd be funny to sit this kid down and you know play with her. So I put her on the I put her on the table, right? Mm-hmm. And she has this thing where she stares deeply into your eyes, like Aww. like just like whoever's really holding her, sussing you out, like figuring you out. No matter who it is, if you're there, she'll like look in your eyes and she will not break contact. It's kind of disconcerting. It's like, what does she see? You know, we try to wonder what she's seeing in my brain, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So she's sitting there doing that, and I'm thinking, wow, what a kid, what a inquisitive little kid, and and what will she be like as an adult? And I'm thinking of all these esoteric things, and right as I'm thinking that, you hear the loudest reverberating fart you've ever heard 
<laughs> drilled directly into that table from this kid, and it was a little like uh, our buzzer. That thing. It was a bit like yeah. that. So, oh man, whatever. Like a, you know, and that's a, that table probably a little amplifier, right? The, big uh, time, big time. Table. Yeah, I yeah. guarantee you, everybody around there, even though it's kind of open air and not, you know, it's not quiet or anything, but I guarantee everybody in that place heard that baby fart into that table. Yeah. And uh, boy, you know, going from look in her eyes, she sees so much. What it, what, what doth cross the brain of a young babe? You know, uh-huh. I'm having all these like highfalutin <laughs> ideas. And then into the table as loud as she can. Hell of a thing. Hell hell of an experience. Uh, But I recommend it. She knows how to reach your heart, Scott. She really does. She knows how to touch Grandpa's heart. Yeah, she she knows exactly what's up. And she never broke, by the way, never broke glance. Like, farted and kept looking. Didn't even even falter. And I think what it is, is she's starting, just starting. She's six months old now. She's starting to, to dabble in the solid food a bit. And I think that's just making her fart a lot. <laughs> sure. Yeah. He's saying, okay, all right, we're ready for this. We're prepared. We're going to process this. There might be some after effects. Don't worry. We're, we're going to get used to it. Yeah. We're going yeah. to adjust as <laughs> we need to. But. Yeah, exactly. It was it was fun, though. And uh, I would recommend if you're local and you're uh, near a Harmon's, don't, don't just think, oh, I don't need to go in there and grocery shop. That stuff upstairs is awesome. It's real good. Like, Sounds like uh, Whole Foods, like the you know, with the restaurant and then the groceries, the expensive groceries and that sort of thing. I would say it's very similar to that in that um, that it's that kind of place, Min- yeah. minus the whole like you know, Amazon lets you walk out without checking oh, out because yeah, it's all right. that stuff. I always forget about that too. Yeah. I never even think about the fact that I could do that. Yeah, it's a it's a thing I've yet to do. I still need to go in and try that. Um, I've how done that, that. I've never done it at an Amazon store, but they're um, at the football stadium uh, in Power Field or whatever it's going to be called now, uh, where the Broncos play. There are a couple um, drink stores where there's just lines of refrigeration and you scan your card on the way in, put yep. it back in your pocket. Yep. You go, you pick something out and you walk out and it's paid for. And I, <sighs> it's amazing. That's such a weird feeling. Did, did you feel the is. first time you did it? Did you kind of slowly do it and go okay yeah yeah it's like how i am with uh, i think we may have talked about this but apple stores like i use the apple store app any anytime i can look i love you geniuses i love you guys in your apple t-shirts that are so willing to help and Mm -hmm. and uh ready to tell me you know but i'm an apple guy i know exactly what i want when i walk in there because if i wander if i meander I'm spending a couple hundred dollars more than I planned on. Yeah, I'm gonna go look straight over at that. to the source. Oh my God, they have an app-connected golf tee. Mm. Oh my God, I've got to pick that up even though I don't play golf. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but but no, I go in there, I have the app already out, I grab the thing I need, in the case like a cable or something, boop, scan it, hit pay, and then I walk out and I always feel like, I always feel like I need to like announce as I'm walking out, Bought this, paid for it. Yeah. Here's this receipt. Yeah, it's what weird, right? Because yeah, you want really you is. want people to know that you're on the up and up, and you feel like you're doing a clandestine thing that you're not supposed to be able to do. It's weird. Yeah, because I yeah I don't know, but I just want to assume that it's like Disney, and that somewhere underneath the catacombs of the Crossroads Mall, there is a uh, an Apple Jail, mm-hmm. basically. Like there's a <laughs> a uh, completely white. Uh, no, I'm sorry. A completely rose gold room, or space gray, possibly, uh, with no no features. Maybe one button, and uh, I'm going to be stuck in there for until I confess. It's like somebody any any time now. Someone's going to touch his ear. He's going to be undercover. He'll just yeah, like some right. dad, and then he'll just touch his ear and go, 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 swarm, swarm, and they're going to come get tackled you. by a bunch of 
goobers and Apple T-shirts and uh, yeah. There's a <laughs> whole. Kid, there's probably a whole. You know, a whole generation of kids. Maybe it's maybe it's Phoebe and Van, but they're gonna. <laughs> this will be their whole life. They'll just walk. This will never and, know anything else. No, right, exactly. It'll be the old well, people going. Am I in trouble? I don't know if I can walk out of here right now. I don't know. Exactly. No, they'll be shopping, playing over the loudspeaker. Will be the new AI created Beatles song yep. that uh, everybody loves. Yeah, and, they'll be uh, raving about it. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say okay. We talked about this pre-show a little bit, but if they did that Beatles thing. Yes. Which can be done. It just straight up yeah. can be done. Okay. The tech For is there sure. already. It's just yeah. a matter who does yeah. it. If you do that, who's, who do you owe money to? Like mm. do the Beatles or whoever owns the rights to the Beatles. And I suppose if it's new content, does that just mean Ringo and Paul are involved? I don't know. A lot of, um, see a lot of bands though have done homages to the Beatles, right? And right. there's the you know there's cover bands and stuff. There's a there's a great band called the Rebeatles Project that does modern songs in the style of the Beatles. So like Christina Aguilera's Beautiful done by sung by Ringo. Oh, I think we did that played something here. We played we played some on the show. Yeah. Um I don't think they have to pay anything to the Beatles uh the state. I think it's it's you know, they just have to do their ASCAP BMI CSAC, whichever one Christina Aguilera is on and that's it. <laughs> right. So if you do if you did something wholly original and you called it Yeah. Um The Sweat yeah. from My Brow, uh, that's the name of the song. Yeah, I just made uh, that you, one up. You do a song called While My Keytar Gently <laughs> Caresses Maxwell's uh fret saw. Right. In the str- in the raspberry fields, you'd say. <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> uh so you do that and then and then now you've just made a thing. Yeah, and that, that's think, it. You just made a thing, and you I said, think you've just made a thing. And I and I feel like, will AI? Does AI still have to play by the same, uh, or you know, does it have to play by any new rules that just a band that does a Beatles-like song? Um, See, that's fascinating to me. That's so yeah. fascinating because it does. It's a question we haven't had to wrestle with, and I'm guessing, if I had to guess, the industry yeah. wants a piece. So they would right. try to figure out how to legally wrangle a piece, even though you and, could claim. And they'd have to look at what the AI used as source material and maybe right. be able to prove that, well, it used this riff from Strawberry Fields Forever. It used this uh, uh, chord transition from In My Life or something like that. I mean, there's... I don't know. If they train the data specifically on Beatles songs, then maybe right, they have a right. case. So let me ask you this. Yeah. If I, if I, I mean, we obviously, neither of us know. This is all pontification here. But sure, of course. If I, um, I make a Beatles song, let me think about that. That won't work because you'd still have to train that data to know what a Beatles song sounded like. Mm-hmm. See, it's just oh, new. Wow. It's TRPW new. brings up the Ruddle. So Eric Idle and Neil Innes, it was this, um, this really cool uh, parody deal. And it, it you listen to it and say yeah that's that's obviously a parody of the beatles but it's not a parody of a specific song they have a song called cheese and onions that sounds like sounds like one of john lennon's famous um meandering you know uh yeah let me use this again every time i think of something i think of cheese and onions yeah. you know it's basically like one of those things yeah. uh the, the how many holes it takes to fill the albert hall and all that bs right um yeah, all you need is cash. Was the album? That's right. Uh, TRPW says they got in trouble for that, and I'm curious as to what the grounds were. Because mm, parody is supposed been, to be covered, right? 
Parody is absolutely covered in copyright. Maybe uh, maybe it varies in country because that would have been British maybe, stuff. It's maybe maybe, maybe Paul just didn't like it. <laughs> I don't like that you're making. You didn't fun like of us. what you did there. So so okay. So here's the other question that you could answer. I, I think. don't. So, I don't sound like that. No, not, <laughs> not at all. That's more of a Ringo thing. Um, all right. Let me ask you this. You you've dealt with this. Yeah. If I decided to do a cover album of the Beatles of Beatles sure. songs, I do have to, I got to pay songs, somebody so. for that. Right. That's yeah. okay. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's, you know, you're paying, you're paying royalties to the song, right? Whichever, I think their BMI has uh, BMI Beatles. Them, yeah. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Um, okay. So if that's the case, maybe that's all you'd have to do. You make a new song and you just pay. I think so yeah, you'd pay your cover charges and now As, you're, you're in. And you know, there's probably, and there's probably a degree. If you, if you can say this sounds like the instruments that the Beatles played, but there isn't a melody, there mm. isn't a um, a riff or anything that is directly lifted from a Beatles song. Right. Then you're safe. Then you're golden. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense yeah. to me. I mean, this yeah. is all we we don't know. That's why it's, it's all conjecture and. But uh, yeah, how how soon before we hear the first AI generated Beatles song? And is it going to be better than uh, that uh, the Beatles anthology uh, "Free as a Bird"? Is it going to be better than that? Oh, that's a good question. Or or will we get the first? <laughs> will we get the first AI generated like Smash Mouth song? You know what I mean? Like right, exactly. Start or, low you know. on that totem pole where you're not likely <laughs> go easy. Yeah. Right about a Nickelback. Oh yeah, we've already created fourteen Nickelback songs, and they're just as good as all the other Nickelback. That's right, songs. exactly. So you could yeah. just work your way up until somebody gets litigious about it, and then everything will be fine. Right. right. Uh, real quick here, the arcade tournament is happening in Vegas, and Brian, I understand yeah. we have slots available. What's uh, what's going on there? There are just a few slots available now. Look, I, people are. I want to want to address those people out there. We've got a bunch of people already signed up. You people, pff, you're set. You're good. We're you're in. I uh, can't wait to see you, and uh, it's going to be a blast. There's a few of you out there, Leslie Logan's mom, that say, um, man, I'm afraid of uh, doing the video game tournament because I've only ever played Pac-Man or Ms. Pac-Man. And I don't know. I'm going to suck at these games and I don't want to get I don't want to do it because it's going to be a blowout. Listen, as someone who did it last year and and was ousted in the first round, uh, I'm not even going to make any excuses. Somebody beat me plain and simple, and I swear to God, I can't remember who it was, but we had such a good time for those two or three minutes playing Galaga or whatever it was. Yep. Again, I can't remember. Um, and uh, and that became a thing, you know, for the whole rest of the 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 time we were there. It was like, hey, you and I, we played Galaga. It was fun. It was mm-hmm. a good time. And, yeah. and that's that's the thing. It's um. You'll have a blast. If you don't know anybody there, you're coming solo. Even better reason to to jump in and do this. It's on the last night, so it's kind of our big end of uh, end of uh, um, uh, TMS Vegas blowout. It's your you know last chance to hang out with all these people before everybody leaves in the morning. Yep. So sign up. VivaTMSVegas.com. Just a few spots left, and uh, can't wait. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things last year. I loved it. Yeah, it was such a good time. Yeah, and it wasn't just because I almost won. <laughs> it's because we had a great time. I don't I don't even like my chances this year. I think I'm going to suck. I don't know why. Oh, I'm, I'm going in prepared to lose in the first round yeah. and um and then I'm just going to play video games against other people who've lost who don't have any, you know, any skin in the game. And yeah. uh for those of you watching the video, here oh. is the unlabeled video game cabinet 3D printed. Yeah. 
Look at that. Little four holes on the middle. Solid as a rock. That's right. Put your weed. Yep. Hide your weed in there. Yeah. You probably, you could probably smoke, you know, use it as a bowl. Oh, yeah, totally. Don't don't let your neighbor know. Dave will come get it yeah. and steal it. Yeah, You don't exactly. want that. So there you go. All right. Very nice. Hey, guys, you know what else we do here on the show is we bring Dunaway in and we have some fun with him. He's a bit of a toy, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to pull him in. We're going to play a little game. It's called uh, The Feud. Why did it select everything? That was weird. Sorry. Hmm. I, got, I got some weird interface select stuff. Uh, anyway, here he is. Let's do it. Here we go. <laughs> excited because Dunaway's back. Hi, Dunaway. What are you doing? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. I am back. It's Monday. Yeah, here. it is yes. Monday. How does that feel to you, Mr. Uh, took some time off and it's, went on a road trip or something? What'd you do? You had some fun. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, it was fun. Well, actually, the road trip fell through, and so I just I just did a Let's Celebrate Brian Day because I got I actually returned early. It was about 10 minutes before you guys did uh, the babble, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, I could just make it." And I'm like, yeah. "Oh, they've already set up something else, and I'll be busting up there, messing up all the plans." <laughs> I said, "You know what? I ain't gonna do that." No, nope. I said, "You know what I'm gonna do instead? I went and got myself some uh, some. I went to Chili's and got me some salmon or salmon. Yeah, salmon, and, salmon. Uh, yeah, salmon. Mm-hmm. Did that, and then I was like, I was like, well, I'm gonna do it the rest of my day.' And I said, "You know what? I'm gonna see the Mario movie." So that's what I did. Oh, by nice. myself. Wow, you yeah. went by yourself treat, to treat see the Brian Mario more. I'd love that Brian Day. So wait, so can you give us a, just a oh, quick yeah. uh, up up or down on that movie? Did you like it? Did you enjoy it? Absolutely. It's an, it's an illumination film. If you like the minions and those types of movies, the humor sticks with that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's it's what you'd expect if you've seen any of those Despicable Me in those kind of movies. So okay. yeah, if you like that humor, you're gonna like it. All right. I enjoyed it. I, I think I'm going to like it. I like all the inside yeah. Yeah. stuff happening, like game wise yeah. in there. Oh, and I I saw it in 3D, Scott. Yeah. Not because I Ooh. chose it, because it was the only one playing. It's the only option so you Because they I stapled glasses to your head and made you pretty, watch pretty the much. 3D. Yeah. You know what? It's not so bad, much. though, because uh, as we know, CG yeah. 3D is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. That's the... That's the right now. That's the only time I'm going to see a 3D movie is if it's CG. And I'm yeah. not. I'm not saying every CGI movie I'm going to see is going to be 3D. But no, no, no. But yeah, like right. if you're going to get if you're at a place where they're like, well, it's all we have. Oh yeah, I'll mm-hmm. deal with it. I can deal with that. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of dealing ordered, with things, I ordered the. Uh, yeah. I ordered what they used to call the kids' meal, which is a little tiny box with oh, about yeah. a handful of popcorn <laughs> and some gummy, uh, some like some little fruity gummy things mm-hmm. and yeah. a small drink. Yeah. 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 How much was that? Yeah, hundred dollars. There is something to be said for that. No, I mean, you're like uh, that is yeah because that is just enough popcorn. You get a candy, right, or fruit, fruit. Uh, yeah, yeah, little fruit, fruit, fruit chewy things. And the drink, yeah, yeah it's it's uh, just stuff, and it's in a little box, which is really nice. Yeah, it's only it's box. only it's only sixty four fifty, dude. It's cheaper. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then I and I mean, then whenever yeah. I if I yeah, and if I decide to go back to get a refill on it, which they've never said yes or no on that, I've never asked, but I always look them right in the eye when I do it. I'm like, eh, yeah. Eh, yeah. getting some more popcorn because got her own dispenser thing ready. Right because eh. uh-huh. <laughs> taking taking yeah. well, whatever they make so much freaking money on popcorn, you're fine. It. Yeah, it was like six seventy five for a little cardboard box, you know, a handful of popcorn and a, you know, like a twenty five cent thing of gummy things, yeah, and like maybe a dollar's worth of soda. So yeah, yeah. 
Is uh, it be right? Yeah, it's all right. Well, uh, I think that's awesome, uh, and I'm glad that you had some yeah. time to yourself. Really, that's what I. That's the, yeah. that's the important thing. That's the important. I watched. Thing, I, yes. I watched. I watched. Uh, the, I watched TMS while I was sitting by myself at Chili's, and the waitress. You know, she was curious what I was doing, and I said, "Oh, nothing." <laughs> Yeah, just nothing. <laughs> just nothing. Just by yourself. You're not some weirdo. Shut up. Go away. Just refill my diet coke. That's right. Uh, okay. Bring me my riblets. So the good news, well, the bad news is I Am Sci-Fi is not online. That means Aww. it's open to anyone. So if yeah. you guys get news. in there. That's bad news for I Am Sci-Fi. That is good news for everybody else. It is great news for everyone else. So get in there right now. Send me a DM in Discord. Uh, you, you should all be prepared for this because I've told you to do it a million times. Mm-hmm. Get in there. Let your name be known. And then I'll take the fourth one of you immediately. And here's the thing: don't hesitate or be slow with it because you think, "Oh, it's not going to work. It won't happen." I, I love how Scott is berating the audience. <laughs> I've already told you guys what to do. So help me. Yeah, you would have been a good teacher, Scott. You would have been a great. teacher. I would have been a pretty good teacher, I think. You miss your calling. I know. Yeah. I've thought about that a lot, actually. I think I would have been a great teacher. I yeah. want to teach high school art. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I, I'd, st- I'd do it tomorrow if there was a good excuse or they paid teachers a that living wage. That was uh, the teacher that that um, you know that I remember most fondly, Mr. Nelson from uh, from high school, because he, yeah. you know, he said, "No, go ahead, do that shitty artwork, Brian. You'll be fine. Because <laughs> doesn't matter. You're going to do podcasts for a living. How do yeah. I know? I just know. I just know because I'm a wise teacher with all sorts of wise exactly. ideas. Uh, number four today it turns out to be. Navarine. Hello, Navarine. Oh. Hello. Are you there? Can you hear us? Can you hear me? Oh, yes. kind of. You're very quiet. Uh, let me see. Excellent. Uh, let me try and, yeah, just a minute. I'll turn you up, too. I think I can turn you any, up a little. Is that any better? Keep going. Keep going. A little more. A little more. A little more. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, oh there you go. Uh, hey, much better. Good. Yeah, much better. Okay. Yeah, you're great close now. enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good, good enough for, what's the old phrase? Good enough for uh, Chilean uh, government work. Government Podcasting work. and... Uh, <laughs> it's government work. Now. No, it is government work. I couldn't think of it. Close, enough, close enough for government work. Uh, yeah. Brian, looks like we have a contestant. How's this game work? Oh, well, yeah, I'm glad you asked, Scott. It's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian will have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Now, Navarine, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. And if your team wins, you get a prize package that includes uh, 112 operator. This is like 911 operator, but 112. I don't know why. <laughs> and Monaco. I don't know anything about the game Monaco. No. It could be racing. Oh. could be gambling. Monaco's great. Could, That's you a, could just be a princess. I don't know. Brian, I feel, or Dunaway, I think that was one of our first uh, boop show cover it, it games. Was, yeah, very early on. Yeah, yeah that's an awesome this is, this is game. pretty good game. Yeah, yeah that's is really it a cool. racing game? What is it? No, we, it's, it's like... It's, um, a, it's a heist game, right? Yeah, top-down no, stealth video Stealth game. heist thing. It's yeah. very cool. Yeah, and really colorful and, I don't know, kind of had a cyberpunk vibe, even though not really. Oh, I don't know. look it's, at that. Completing heists and... Uh, yeah, that's cool. Wow, top-down heisty heisting. Yeah. Is it Monaco 1 or 2? Uh, I don't know. Uh, probably 1 uh, because it doesn't say anything about it. Yeah. Do you already have one? Uh, yeah, I already have one, so uh, somebody else can have that. Oh, cool. well, all right. We'll figure, oh, out, nice. uh, we'll figure out a person to give it away. In the, yeah, uh, and two, two is coming out soon, right? Or it uh, might already it's be out. Ar- 
It doesn't have a price on Steam, so I don't know. Oh, it probably anyway, not yet then. Yeah. Just Your new game is Lust from Beyond M Edition. <laughs> Lust from Beyond M Edition. You don't already have that one, do you? Uh, I don't think so. I've not good. even heard of that one. I played good, I played a little bit of Lust from Beyond because the dev gave Lust. me a code. Okay, I thought you said Lost. No. Okay. And you and you might think, oh, it's one of these dirty Steam games. It really wasn't. It was just a shooter with scary stuff. It was pretty good. It's pretty good, but there weren't people like doing it all the time. So don't worry too much. Uh, Never let it be said that we can't pivot quickly here on TMS with Mm -hmm. a replacement if need be. That's right. Monaco for lust every time. All right. Get ready, guys. Uh, put your hands on your buzzers. We're going to play the game here. Uh, we asked 514 tadpoolers. Uh, keep in mind, I am looking for general and not a brand. So keep that in mind. Not a brand name. Okay. Name something you'd find in an office vending machine. No. Uh, um, so, geez, I was going to get real specific. I'd say candy bars. Let's say candy bars. Show me candy bars. Number one. Number one answer. No answer can beat it. Never and you and Scott are going to be working together. Scott, you don't even get the choice to play or pass because we don't do that on Tadpooly Feud. No. F that rule. That Nor rule do sucks. I kiss the contestants. No, uh, let's go ahead goodness. and uh, see what else you've got. Nine answers remain. Uh, Navarine. you'd find in an office vending machine. Navarine, how do you feel about the, the soda there? You like that yep, soda? soda? Yeah. yeah let's, get, let's get soda out of the way. It feels obvious. Sure. Low-hanging fruit. Let's get it out of the way, right? Yeah. Sody Pop oh, is wow. uh, number three. Something in number two ahead of that? Weird. Oh, number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Navarine, got anything popping into your head? Uh, I don't think this would be considered soda because it's not soda, but uh, Gatorade, <laughs> uh, sports drinks. Like other uh, drinks? I, I'm not sure what to call it. <laughs> I don't know either, because that thir- number three is soda slash pop, which seems very specific to the fizzy drinks. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, yeah, so we'll say, let's say other drinks is the way of saying sure. it. Is that sure, gen- too general? Okay. Uh, or energy drinks is how I categorize them. Oh, okay. Uh, show me energy drinks. Ah, number Ooh. 15. Oh. So your Gatorade, your five-hour energy shots, all of those things are considered energy drinks, Red Bull, uh, separate from the soda slash pop. Boo. All right, Dunaway. Sody pop. Sody pop. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna um, press the double D22 for some chips. Chips. <laughs> chips. Chips. Sure, some chips, some crisps. We've, we talked about everybody's favorite flavors of chips and crisps, and I... Still, I'm hoping to uh, somebody. Somebody hopefully is going to be bringing some everything. Is that what it's called? Everything or chips, all yeah. dressed, which all I've dressed. never had. All dressed. I want to try mm-hmm. it so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I will eat them all dressed. <laughs> Show me chips or crisps. Crisps. Number two. Yes. Me, may I have some crisps? Number two. <laughs> Nicely Excellent. done. Done away. Duh. I don't know what we were thinking. Of course. Uh, yeah. Are are those Lance in your pants? Because I'd like some crackers. Yeah, you got some crackers up in there. <laughs> wow, Lance in your pants! Oh my God! Well, well uh, named in the uh, the horrible. I mean, oh man, yeah. <laughs> have they? Do they make all of those uh, like peanut butter and crackers and cheese and crackers things in the seventies? And we're just still eating the original. Batch oh yeah, they'll sure go forever. Like, like, I, yeah. I, I assume. Yeah. I assume based that. on the, uh, based on the, the packaging and the look. Yeah. All they, right. They even have like Show an expiration me. date. That's like a recent, like a close one, but they're lying. You don't, you don't need, you could eat those till 2084. That's the rule. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. All right. 
Show me uh, those peanut butter cracker things. Peanut butter crackers. Oh, new yeah. points. Yeah, pop tarts and peanut butter crackers. Ooh. Which you know, I'm glad we're taking pop tarts off uh, pop tarts off the board too for um, uh, right, for right. Brian Dunaway because I know that that's a thing in his office as well. Yeah. Brian Dunaway does have oh, an yeah. advantage because he goes to an office and actually sees an office vending yeah. machine. I've forgotten. I mean, yeah. 2009 yeah. is the last time I saw one of these. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, all right, Dunaway. Keep it going. Brian, that was some big points uh, right away. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, I, I we don't have one of these at our office, but I know it's a horrible idea. But you can definitely get a egg salad sandwich right out of there at the at the vending <laughs> machine. I don't know why you would. Such a but bad you idea. Can, yeah. uh, you can. It's one of those interestingly yeah. lit, rotating hexagonal uh, displays. Right. They just keep hitting the button until something doesn't look like it's been in there for, for yeah. weeks. Yeah. All right. Egg salad. I have all the show things me, to put it. Oh. Yeah. Show me the, uh, I'm going to, of course, you know, make this into the yeah, generic yeah, sandwich. sandwich vending machine. Yeah, yeah. Show me, show me sandwich. a sandwich. Oh, are you kidding me? Uh, not kidding. And uh, number 18 on the list was sandwich. People did know. say it, but. Uh, yeah, I feel like yeah. most, o- it depends on the office, I guess, but small offices aren't going to have that kind of stuff, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be yeah, in your commissary for a uh, a building with multiple offices, most likely, but still. Yeah, because those things usually have to be cooled. So, yeah, right. um, yeah. so this is a, qu- okay, so Navarine, help me with this. I can't get coffee out of my head even though i know a lot of times oh, in an office a it's a pot but they do have coffee vending is that yeah, a crazy yeah. one to say and also you know remember it is the tadpole would they have said coffee yeah, it doesn't say? have to be right yeah, mm-hmm. possibly it could be coffee and there are there is some canned coffees i forget the, the brand what brand it is but i remember something being in a can yeah and coffee flavored yeah. i don't drink coffee so i don't i've never had it myself but all right, I don't either. Not a big who's, fan. Who's making the coffee That's pouring Brian. sound? That's Brian. That's just him pinging. I can't into a tell cup. if you went to the restroom or if you're. Uh... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Am I still mic'd up? Yeah, he's just pee. He's uh, pee foley. Pee foley is what some, we call that. Some coffee foley work is what I'm doing. Uh, give us. Let's go with coffee, even though it sounds a little weird. Let's do it. Listen, those vending they've those vending machines where the cup is a little yeah. paper cup and it's got a uh, yeah. a card on it and you're you're playing poker with those cards on the vending machine. It's absolutely oh, yeah. love that. Show me good. coffee. Oh, number good. five. Oh, look at that. Good points. Alive. Okay, I was worried about that one. Yeah. Now I got nothing. Uh, oh, Navarine. What do you? What do you? Th- what what feelings do you have here? I mean, we could go. Mm. Candy, but that's yeah. We we got candy, crisps uh, or chips, whatever you want to call them. Soda. I will. I will tell you that I did lump candy into candy bar because it felt like um, okay. there were too many yeah. variations. Like to, like if somebody said chocolate candy, I lumped it all into candy bar. Sometimes okay. they got those little okay. two pack grandma cookie things. You think cookies are on here? Oh, those are so good. Oh, cookies are so good. Cookies oh, are oh, good. Oh, oh, oh. Cookies can be a separate one. Uh, yeah, cookies. All right, let's do it. Navarine gives All it right. the stamp of approval. I say cookies. Why don't you do stick cookies. that cookie up your... Up your wood nookie what? and oh. get the cookie in the wood nookie. <laughs> I did it all for grandma's cookies. That's right. So give me that oatmeal cookie. Uh-huh. It's soft some, for some reason, even though it's been in there for two years. Yeah. Show me show me your cookies. <laughs> show me your cookies. Number six. Ooh, puts yeah. us ahead. We got to keep this that's lead. A, not bad, not a, bad. Uh, if they have those in the thing, that's kind of a... 
that's kind of a go-to for me. If like I go to a vending yeah. machine and they've got the cookies in there, the grandma's soft bake. Used uh, to be too much sugar now, but yeah. mm. back yeah. in the day I liked it. When I was, you were talking, Brian, about the poker cups, the poker uh, card mm. cups. When I was yeah. uh, in junior high and early high school, when my dad was running arcades uh, and had his own arcades and his own laundry mats, he had those machines there with those cups, but they yeah. offered yeah. us like a hot, like a scalding hot soup in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you remember broth, that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I used to love that. Yeah. It did both. I had yeah. coffee in there, and then you could get like a beef broth soup thing. Yep, there was a hot cocoa option, and it was all so hot. That it would yeah. burn whatever whatever appendage yeah, it yeah. touched. Yeah, it felt uh, like OSHA just passed that one by and did not make any decisions. Which, like the thing which is, created an extra little gamble that you were taking with those four cards along the outside of the cup and mm-hmm. then that fifth card on the bottom of the cup that you'd have to tip. And uh, the scalding yeah, yeah. hot liquid was dangerously close and to those dirt, over into your face. Yeah, yeah. And those Dern cups had no structural integrity because you'd just you'd just squeeze a little bit and the whole cup would just oh yeah it's gonna come out it's yeah they were out. they were made oh, out yeah, of whatever cheap paper of the day exactly yeah yes. 70s and 80s paper uh, all right uh, four answers left on the board and a very close game all right Navarine, anything uh, popping for you here? i got two that uh, i'm not sure if this first one will be anything uh if not we'll go to the second one uh ice cream Sometimes oh. I've been mm. in a uh, one office Dots. that I, I worked at had a mm-hmm. ice cream machine. Uh, they had uh, their own like very limited selection. I think maybe six items, but yeah. that yes. was there was ice cream in there. Okay, I like that. I'm hungry. I say okay. yeah. Let's go with ice cream, Brian. We like ice cream. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's usually like an ice cream sandwich. Um, one of those chocolate covered ice cream on a stick that we used to call Eskimo pies, but they're not allowed to be called those anymore. Nope. Uh, all right, show me ice cream, ice cream, Lieutenant Dan, ice cream, ice cream. Uh, boo, oh. boo. Nobody, now nobody said some, ice though. cream, even though we really? all visualize those machines. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. a bummer. I was really, I really thought that'd be it for some reason. <laughs> Claire, you can't keep. Keep ice cream in a vending machine. Sure, you can. They they have refrigerated <laughs> ice cream yeah, machines. Yeah, refrigerated, totally. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, get yeah. A, an ice cream sandwich that looked like it was in there as long as the egg salad. Sandwich. Wait till you get. Yeah. Wait till you get to Vegas, Claire. You're going to see all kinds of wonders. Yeah, well, you're going to see blow your things mind. that come out of vending machines that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll do it two days earlier than the rest of us. Good luck to exactly. you. Yes. All right. Brian, well, I I always get excited when I see myself uh, some of those powdered sugar donuts, like four or five, the you know, mm. in a little row there. Yes, in the vending machine. Those are so called I'm gonna, donuts. I'm donuts. Oh yeah, donuts. Don donuts. I think is what Randy Don, said. Donuts. That's donuts. right. Oh my god. Yeah, because they're donuts. <laughs> yeah, the, the full size one That's is right. a donut, so those must be donuts. <laughs> That's right. Uh, show me, show me donuts. <laughs> That's uh, a good yeah, one. Yeah, pastry, bear claw, cinnamon roll, sweet roll, donuts, all those things I lumped into the pastry category. That include my mood back ahead. Ooh. That would include like a little coffee cake, those kind of things, or yes, okay. yeah, those little Entenmann's yep. one-offs. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Apparently. Yeah. Again, my my little mind when I walked up to those vending machines when I would go like basically at, at when I worked for the phone company in the graphics department, and I'd go to the commissary. It was like, all right. What gets me the most mass for my 75 cents? And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. the coffee cake is a brick of cake. Mm. The, yes. the grandma's cookies, uh, you know, a little disc of cake. But I'm certainly not getting the <laughs> almond joy because that's, a, you know, 
It's a misleading <laughs> log of. It's for weirdo. Coconut. It's for weirdos. Yeah. Is what you're saying. It's for weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> misleading log of coconut. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, three answers left on the board. Still a close game. Four points separating our uh, leader, Bri Bri, uh, against his opponents, uh, Scott and Navarine. Yeah. I'm going to say gum. Gum. Oh. oh. Gum. Gum doesn't gum. fall in any of these categories. That's good. I think that's a good call but i haven't seen it in vending machines lately but i remember growing up i'm i'm trying to think of all the ones i used to go to the ymca and they always had um i always used to get a pack of crackers yeah. and a soda in a can and then before i would leave i'd get some gum yeah and, and for some was, reason i haven't seen them lately though remember mm-hmm. those vending machines where you put your money in and instead of pushing a button or pushing a combination of buttons letters and numbers you pulled right. A straight like a handle that came straight out, <laughs> yeah. and it basically released the yeah, item yeah. into the uh, yeah the cavern below. Yes, yeah. that was yes. That's what I think was... of gum vending machines. That's exactly what I think of. Yeah, nice. Uh, all right, show me gum. Got any gum? Hey, got any gum? Damn it! Number four. Uh-huh. That fifteen to twenty-three. Two answers left on the board. Brian, if you get either of these numbers, or either of these answers, I believe you uh, mathematically win the game. However, uh, if if uh, Scott Neverine, if you fail out and Scott Neverine get either one, they tie and uh, can go for the win. All right. Oh, my God. This is, ex- ex- this is exciting, very exciting. Yeah, we're down to the wire here, folks. Season three of The we, Wire. We Let's did. We haven't, said, we haven't said water. We said energy drinks, soda, pop, coffee, bottled water, water is very, yeah, bottled water, or even the canned stuff that uh, that sudden death stuff. Right, what's that right, called? Right. Not sudden death, liquid death. Those are in there now. Yeah, but those are yeah. those I consider to be energy drinks, aren't they? The liquid pop. death? No, they're yeah, just yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 they're just oh, they're water. Just water? Oh, yeah. okay. That's it. That's the whole thing with those. Is they're just but that's pure a water. very American centric thing because aren't aren't we like the number one water consumers? trying to think of that i'm gonna say water i'm going water all right do it water, water everywhere and is it coming out of the vending machine all right do it show me your water water, water. Ah, shit number nine <laughs> so now gonna, the pressure now gonna, shifts over to you brian because if you get number eight if you get this last one you've got two tries to get it right. uh and scott and scott and uh, never have one as well that's true um then then Navarine wins the prizes. So if you want them to win, you need to uh you need to get this. Well then uh go ahead and uh press uh D's nuts for some uh nuts in there. <laughs> All right, show me D's nuts. Oh, oh man. Uh, nuts was number twelve. So basically right after the tie of PB crackers and Pop Tarts. Damn it. <sighs> Uh, Navarine. The only other thing I can think of is like pretzels. Let's see if is it does pretzels fit mm. in any of this. Hold on. Yeah, uh, pretzels would be one. I was thinking uh, something else. But what were you thinking? What were you thinking? It's our last chance. Uh, so. Cup noodle. Oh, cup noodles. Cup noodle. Cup noodle. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit, those are in there sometimes. Yeah. But who Both would of those you know, things? You, lots of times. You, know, you want to find something that's got to know me. You find in nature. I'm making uh, Neverine mm-hmm. make the call. What do you like of the two, pretzels or or the cup of noodles? What do you like? Mm. No pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm not sure that one. That is, uh, yeah, I think I'm going pretzels. All right, let's go right. pretzels. Okay, these pretzels are making me thirsty. Yeah, show me pretzels. 
Oh God! Ah, that like sorry, took a second. Actually, click the button. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Sixteen, by the way, it was pretzels. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah. Oh right. man, it's yeah. The the valley. Uh, you can't find those pretzels in the valley, and and they're not uh, something you find in nature. I don't know. No, just, uh, it's true, you know, just, right? What about uh, uh, if you know if if how about a, um some trail mix or something? Trail, sure. trail what do you guys mix. Think? What do you? What do you? Don't do you ask think? me. Yeah, I'm not helping you. I'm not helping you win. Are you kidding me? You gotta help me win. No, if I win. Then oh, that's I'm, right. If we clear, you're right. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. You I take you it look back. at the chat room because chat room seems uh, to be picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> all right. Uh, they're saying granola. What are you seeing, Scott? He said Nature Valley. Granola? They're saying granola. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. That granola. sounds good. I thought. I thought. I thought it was hinting at nature, so I thought that it was he meant trail mix, but it's granola. Well, as soon as he said valley, I went, oh, I see what he's doing. Uh, Oh, I got you. Show me me granola in in any form, uh, which you might find granola. (laughs) In a bar. (laughs) Oh, basically. Granola bar. (laughs) What form do you like your granola in? A bar. Exactly. Nice. Well, that means we do have a winner. Highly compressed. Look at that! We, yeah, I was l- worried. I was worried that you guys might think granola bar is a candy bar, or they might even think that it's nuts. But uh, granola yeah. bars. Yeah. What, what's the kind? Is I it bet, the Nature I Valley bet. ones that crumb, crumble and turn into a billion sparks? Oh God! I, I I love hate those stupid dry ass the granola super Nature dry Valley ones. bars. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. them too. They they taste great. I would I would eat one right now. But when you open that up, it's just like sawdust everywhere. Exactly. Yeah, somebody somebody weird. found that in Costco and elbowed it as hard as they could, and now you're you're yeah. just basically dumping a uh, loose granola into your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Good. And it's like it's like this game trying to pick it up and scoop it into your mouth. Ah. Right. It's like, ooh, here's a here's a partial slab that uh-huh. I can consume of yeah. the broken granola. Um, <laughs> so when you bite into it, less than a million pieces. Yeah. Uh, I love that enough people said this to make the list. I wish it was up in the top ten. Uh, stapler, or specifically Dwight's oh, stapler, oh, because wow. uh, wow. Jello. Wow. Yeah. Molden. Well, it was another yeah, another prank that Jim would yeah. put the, the Dwight stapler in the uh, thing. Uh, computer equipment also. A lot of people work in offices where no. you can get a USB charger or a flash drive oh, really? or even a keyboard or mouse in a vending machine. It's really oh, wow. cool. Well, then cigarettes then if we're doing that. I yeah. see weird ones at the airport. Uh, no, surprisingly, nobody said cigarettes. Uh, Cup noodles really? did, have, did have one. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see, aspirin or any sort of uh, pain reliever, uh, Tylenol, ibuprofen. Yeah. Somebody said money. You know, we get, people said we money. Get, we I, get those yeah. for free in our first aid kit, you bunch of meanies. Yeah. I think that any office that creates the headache should treat the headache mm-hmm. for free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. I, I agree, too. And if they're a big uh, company, money. they need a nurse on staff. That's what I say. Anyway, continue. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, money. So like your change machine is kind of a vending machine. Uh, okay. let's see, uh, a lot of, oh, condoms. I don't know what kind of office you work oh, in, but sure. Wow. I'm uh, telling you, how wow. about some, uh, Zoop, the millennials, are they in the, in the workforce? Do they have some Tide Pods? I in believe a so. Machine? Yes. And finally yeah. despair, uh, and then in parentheses or soda, if you don't want to use that answer, you coward. Yeah. We cowards. Know exactly. <laughs> we know exactly who said that. Yeah. We know who said that. Uh, well done. You know what this means right here? Congratulations. Yeah. You're a winner. It means Navarine is the fresh owner of one, one, two operator and lust from beyond M edition. Boy, that's probably made it much mm. more mature. That game. I'll bet. I don't know. Actually, I didn't play the M edition. So maybe this M edition is the one you worry about. I don't know. 
But anyway, that's the all yours now. edition. And uh, Brian, right. uh, Brian Ibbett there is going to send that to you directly via DM. Uh, so watch right. for that on Discord. Thank and uh, thanks for playing, man. That was super fun. Yeah, thanks, Never. Always fun. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, we'll see Bye. you around. Thanks, He's a good feller. He is a good feller. He is a good feller. Uh, Dunaway, you're also a good feller. And later today, we'll prove that at 3.30 Mountain Time when we do play retro. Because today, we're talking about Rystar. Rystar. Even though back in the 90s, I called it it Riz Star in the day because I was an idiot. But now I'm smarter and I know better. Uh, but it's a fantastic. I, I wouldn't game. say that. There's no. There's no definitive answer on how to say rise star other than on the back of the box when you'd buy it. They refer to him as a rising star, and the internet seems to think that that's the deal. Yeah. But before they named it rise star, they had it named deck star. Oh my lord! So wow, wrist star hey. sounds right to me. Did you know he also had a voice for a hot second, but they never made a game with it because it got canceled and this was the voice? I don't know what that means, but I don't like it either. That was him. That was that was Rise Star. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Real dorky. <laughs> I don't dorky. like it either. Nope, me neither. I'm glad they didn't do it. But anyway, that's, uh, that game deserves some talk and some love, and we're going to give it all that today at 3.30 Mountain Time at frogpants.tv. But if you prefer to get the podcast, you can do that right after. Just get it wherever you get your shows. Let's play retro. Brian Dunaway, thanks for hanging out with us. Oh. Thank you, guys. It was kiss, fun, as kiss, always. Kiss our butt. Do it again. Thank you. Thank you. We will do it again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think one one Earth week from now. We'll I think we will, yeah. Uh, let's take a break, yeah. though. And when we come back, Tom Merritt will be here. We're going to talk about... Well, let's just hear when we get there. I know what it is, but we're going we're gonna to wait <laughs> okay. till that right. happens. So that's coming up and uh, much more. So stick around. Brian, let's uh, play a song, though, while we wait. What do you got? Yeah. A brand new album came out uh, this last Friday called APO or APO, A-P-O-E. And uh, it comes with a sneeze. Whoa. Nope. Nope. <laughs> oh, it almost, you, almost stifled it. Wow. Almost stifled it. I couldn't even reach the button, even though I had plenty of time to talk about the sneeze. Damn. I was too busy turning away from, from the microphone. Sure. Uh, Apo. Uh, Chris Cubetta is the artist. and uh, But this is produced uh, and includes strings by Rob Moose, uh, who does string work for Phoebe Bridgers, Sufjan Stevens, Bonnie Vare. Um this is uh, the hauntingly beautiful single, first single from the album. It's called I'm Tired of This. Here is Chris Cubeta.
This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Wrong dab. There we go. Officers, if you have anything against me, then book me. Otherwise, as they say... Get the hell out of my face. It is so delicious. I got it from Dollar General.
morning stream. She took a chunk clean out of me. And we returned. <clears throat> I need additional information about that uh, performer, please. Oh, okay. I will tell you uh, the, the name, Chris Cubeta, C-U-B-E-T-A. The brand new album is called APO, A-P-O-E. And uh, that was his hauntingly beautiful new single, first single from the album called I'm Tired of This. Nice. Well, I can tell you one thing He's I never get Brooklyn. tired of. And that is Visits from Tom Merritt, where we talk about tech. Let's do that now. The world of tomorrow will be as cold as sunlight tuned through photochromic windows. I, I I ride it naked. He sure does. And it's Tom Merritt here joining us once again, as he always does on Wednesdays, to talk about the latest and the greatest in the world of tech. Tom Merritt, welcome back. How are you? I am uh, shivering in anticipation, oh. all because I ride it naked. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look. Do you it's... know that, that that intro bothers me less than the man one did? D- does it? Because I felt like the man one like, made me <laughs> that into would the, actually bother you know, you? the overlord. Oh, show, I, feel, you know? I feel bad. I've been using that I'm thing like, for years. No, I, I mean, it didn't make me bad enough to complain. But I, there was always just a little bit of me was like, yeah, but it could be interpreted that way. I mean, it's cool. This one, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that's just true. It's just true. You just ride it naked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, look, I'm glad we're getting to the brass tacks of how things really are and how things really are are always involving tech. It's a terrible transition. Uh, Tom comes in here on Wednesdays. <laughs> we talk about the hot tech stories because uh, it's all in preparation toward uh, later today when we do the daily tech news show. Uh, Tom, I guess we're going to talk a little really, about notes today. Let me. Can right? I ask one quick thing? Yeah. Just if you can provide a really okay. quick answer, Tom, <laughs> with some tech. Because we yeah. talked about this earlier. If uh-huh. they create an AI Beatles song, and somebody yeah. probably already has, but if they sure. do, yeah, would they have to pay royalties to anybody? Nobody knows. That's the beautiful thing okay. about this it's, whole it's thing. Uncharted like, territory. This, gotcha. is, all right. this is all. This is all to be decided mm-hmm. uh, because the big controversy, or not even controversy, the big discussion mm-hmm. is about what is the use of training data mm-hmm. to yeah. create a new output. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people, and I'm sure there's people in the chat room right now who are like, well, no, if you use my stuff to train it and it outputs something that looks like my stuff, well, you're violating my my property. Other people are like, no, sure. no different. It's no different than if Scott looks at an inspiration uh, in art and then now draws art that is influenced by that. Mm. You're, you're tr- you're, the, the training data isn't in there. And, and this is the thing to remember about OpenAI and ChatGPT and all of this stuff is it's not thinking. It's mm-hmm. not consciously imitating. It's mm-hmm. been trained to predict what's most likely to be next. So by definition, nothing it does is ever creative. So if you're going to say like, well, the, then it's a copyright violation, then every single thing it does is a copyright violation because it's all been trained on actual data unless you certify that every single thing in the training data set uh, is free uh, of copyright yeah. violation, which then brings it to fair use, which is like, well, yeah, but I can violate your copyright if I'm making a fair use of it. I can violate your copyright for educational purposes. Mm. I can violate your copyright for commentary purposes. Fair use is defined as a defense to say, yes, you technically infringed, but you did it for a fair use. So we don't have a definition of whether chat GPT or anything like it is a fair use, uh, an infringement, or somewhere in between. Probably needs new legislation to do. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Probably. Okay. To me, to me, it's cool. like Thank um, you for that. Yes. if you're a really good voice uh, impersonator, right? Let's say you just do an amazing version of somebody's voice, right? You're nobody, Russ Marquand. Yeah, nobody looks at that and goes, 
Oh, well, you're clearly violating copyright copyright infringement. Actually, there is a right of likeness that you can violate if you impersonate someone in a way that implies that the person was saying the thing you said. Mm. Oh, really? So this this usually comes up with commercials, like a radio commercial. You know, if I come on imitating George Clooney and it's never clear that it's not George Clooney. And in fact, if the intention can be demonstrated that they were trying to get the audience to think it was George Clooney, then George Clooney can sue and say like, yeah, no, that wasn't me. And you violated my likeness. And you hear those disclaimers on there. Celebrity voices impersonated. You you hear those. That's why you hear that. Oh, interesting. And and you can make a connection to that. Uh, You can say, well, okay, that's a use case where the person who they're intimidating has the right to go after them. So the question is, like the same exact scenario where an AI does George Clooney's voice in the commercial and they don't disclaim it, same mm-hmm. violation, right? Like, yeah. yeah, or infringement probably infringement. is a better yeah, word. Yeah, violation is probably yeah. the wrong word. Well, yeah, we're heading into a whole new phase of interesting uh, back and forth on this, and I'm so glad that it'll be nothing but like 75 to 80-year-olds deciding the rules. It'll be great. <laughs> They're the best people to decide the rules for technology. Yeah, well, because they understands grew up it. with it. Yeah, so, they grew up with yeah. all this AI. They sure did. Uh, anyway, let's get to the topic at hand. So there's been a bit of a, um, uh, a little bit of noise about Substack and their new features called Notes. And um, I thought that might be kind of an interesting discussion. Yeah, Tom mentioned you might we might not up. talk about this. We might talk about it on Good Day Internet today. Uh, it, we we've talked about it quite a bit on DTNS, but I f- figured the TMS audience was was interested in this because I know Scott and I are. Uh, the the notes feature of Substack is very Twitter like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you post short things. You can like. You can what is it called? It's not re- restack. Restack. I think restack. Yeah. You can restack them. Okay. Uh, uh, and you can reply, you, you can follow, you can see the people whose newsletters you subscribe to in a feed, but there's also kind of an algorithmic feed that just shows you stuff that's out there. Uh, and of course the launch of this in, in preview caused Twitter to temporarily start blocking Substack links and all this stuff over the weekend. That was a tempest in a teapot. It's all gone now. Substack links work fine. Uh, But it did make me and a lot of other people pay more attention to Substack notes than I think we would have otherwise. And I have to say, uh, I have found it very interesting. I have found it to be pleasant conversations. I have found it to be engaging. I've even started using Substack chat, which launched a while ago, uh, and found it to be useful. So I think there's something there. I don't think it's a replacement for Twitter. I think it's definitely designed to look like a replacement for Twitter. But mm-hmm. I, I think it works differently, but in a really interesting way. Yeah, and I think there's a, it works differently enough that this will replace Twitter for a subset of Twitter users. In other words, or it could. I'm not saying it will because we're, we're too early. This is, what, a day into this or something? A day and a half? Well, a day into public availability. Yeah, it's been in preview for limited numbers of users for, for a while. Yesterday is when it went wide, so everybody who has Substack can get it. It's funny because my very top one is from Molly Knight, who um, apparently does pretty well on here. She says, shout out to Substack Notes for driving way more subscriptions than Twitter ever has. And she's showing her numbers. Um, oh, this, I noticed that too. Yeah. I've gotten so many more subscriptions from people just seeing my chats and and, and notes uh, and stuff than, than publishing Substack when the links worked on Twitter. Yeah. And there's some issues like when you see somebody that you that's algorithmically shown to you, like this Roman Ragavaria Dran or whatever his name is, he's got a little subscribe next to his name, which makes sense. It's like a follow, right? But when you do that, you're actually subbing to everything, including his 
massive library of of uh, of, of of newsletters and future newsletters. And I think that's a bit of a problem because it, what if you just want to follow somebody for their little thoughts and notes, and you don't really care about all this other stuff? You're about to get an email. You know, your email inbox is about to get yep. flooded, folks. You can you can go adjust notifications and such to be not getting those emails, get the get the in-app notifications. They have something called smart notifications, which will only notify you one place or the other. Mm-hmm. I think it looks at where you see it and then it doesn't send it the other place, which is odd. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it is definitely not the same as Twitter in that respect. If you were going to use it as a replacement for Twitter, that's a that's a barrier. It's like you don't want to have to subscribe to a newsletter just to follow something. But that's not why Substack launched it. I believe them there where they're like, no, this is an add-on for people to talk to their subscribers, not a replacement for Twitter. Right. And as and maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that keeps it from spiraling out the way Twitter. I is. think that's exactly what I'm hoping. I mean, I don't want to say mm-hmm. anything because it's so early, but what I you know, you talk about how pleasant it's been so far, completely agree with you. Um part of me thinks well that's because the trolls aren't here yet <laughs> like it's just it's, well, yeah stoic squirrel said is it just because it's new maybe maybe yeah. it's part of it i'm sure if we had to you know if i had to put money on it i'd say it's probably partly because it's new but also i think mm-hmm. that just the 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 long-term sort of not cultural underpinnings but the purpose for what substack does in the first place is pretty good anyway there's a good foundation there and i think it draws that kind of conversation so I think it will probably remain fairly pleasant. And like you said, probably not be a replacement for Twitter. Everybody wants that or thinks they want that. I don't know what I don't know what I even want, but I know I like this. So I'm going to hang out over here a lot. And that's where I'm going to post a lot. Um, so you should check it out. All right. That's yeah, cool. same here. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to stop posting on Twitter. In fact, Scott and I were just talking on Twitter yeah. <laughs> about something, but I'm definitely going to post a lot of things on Substack and I'm not going to post the same things as many of the same things on Twitter and Substack as I do between Twitter and Mastodon. I right. tend to reflect a lot of the things on Twitter on Mastodon uh, because they are so similar. I do feel like Substack's different. Yeah. Spoutable, sub, uh, Mastodon, some of the other competitors hive. These, these are all, they really are trying to be a new Twitter. Like that is kind of the idea. It's like, hey, microbloggers, check it out. We have all the features you want, plus these maybe a few others. So here you go. This isn't, I don't feel like this is what they're trying to do over here. I feel like they're just trying to say, I mean, in some ways they are. And look, part of the boost here, we can't ignore it, is because, you know, when Twitter shut off links and said, you know, no more Substack links. Everybody went, "Ooh, why would they be so mad at notes? I got to check this yeah, out." Right. I mean, that Let was see, a, it's the Streisand effect in full effect. It yeah. was amazing yeah. advertising for for their. Otherwise, it would probably would have been just like, "Oh, a little feature that nobody's going to really, really talk about." But um, I don't know. Give it a couple of weeks. We'll see how we feel about it. But yeah. so far, it seems all right. It seems cool. I I think it's going. I feel about Mastodon the same way. Uh, Mastodon, I feel like, is not a replacement for Twitter. It's a place for an audience that wants a certain type of thing to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have found there are there are people on Mastodon that I talk to that I can only talk to on Mastodon now because that's the community they found. Uh, and then there are people uh, like some of the people in the chat right now who are like, Master what? I forgot all about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's got its own growing audience that's separate. And I think Substack has got the advantage of saying it is not the public town square. You're not 
shouting something to everyone who can hear you when when you post here you're talking to your community your right. your people who are all around the thing like scott's newsletter are like yeah we all like this yeah yeah that's a good point well uh, i'd recommend checking it out you can go straight to mine over at frogpants.club um tom merritt of course uh tom merritt newsletter.com is that how you have yours for it? free tom newsletter free.com i always forget about the free part Man, yeah, you got because I am imprisoned by <laughs> a lack of subscribers until you subscribe. <laughs> Brian, did you have uh, you done anything over there yet? You have anything? I just got up? my name and uh, got my account and followed a few people, but I already like the, you know, the the vibe over there. Um, Same, you know, it's got that vibe. Let's get yep, that vibe, I've son. Been, Are I've, you? I've pinned the tab, so it's now one of my little tabs on my on the left side of my tab uh, uh, list. Are you Coverville over there? Find Coverville, yeah. I mean, come on. Well, that's what I'm I assume. Not actually, Ace Detect, am I? Are you? Maybe you are. Oh no, I am. <laughs> of course, I am. <laughs> okay, you're good. Well, but, then that's but, consistent. But the newsletter isn't called that, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Cover, yeah. Coverville not showing up for me is the reason I asked. I can't find. Oh, it. yeah. Really? I I think it's. Do I? Oh, well, wait a minute. No, that's something. my Twitter name. Do I need to make a post? Maybe make a post. See, this was a com- what's complicated. My name as it's displayed is Scott Johnson when I'm in notes, yeah, but when I'm in Tom the Mary. newsletter, it's Frog Pants. So I don't know. I think I think that's another difference is like, this is not go follow people. This is subscribe to a newsletter, then see what is being said to that mm. community. Yeah, that's a really, I mean, you know, I'm glad you said that before we ended today. That's the oh, distinction yeah. here. The distinction is there's this, it, it's the backward, it's the reverse of everything. Yeah. It's not, hey, yeah. new Twitter competitor. Really, it isn't. It's it's a, a service that already exists that does this thing with a Twitter-like new component. And that's yeah. really the way to look at it. And if you look at I it that way... I think that's intriguing. And possibly one of the things that will be successful is that you are not... You are prevented from easily just following everyone and then getting really angry at them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a barrier to entry that says, no, I have to really be invested in this to follow it because I'm going to subscribe. Yeah. Uh, and and so it's going to force you to do what I think is best practice on Twitter, which is limit the people you follow. Yep. Yep. It's super interesting. And, and of course you're also dealing with the first couple of days where all anyone is talking about is the feature. It's, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So there's a lot of that going on, but I am finding mm-hmm. some really interesting conversations. I found a science fiction writer I hadn't heard of before. I never would have outside of this. And he's got really fun, you know, interesting things to say. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, I guess good good on them it's, for that. It's almost like each newsletter has its own board where you can leave messages. Weird. Like a message. <laughs> like a message board? Place. A message yeah. board. Yeah, board, like a you message, say. Uh, screen. I don't Yeah, there's got to be a name for that. I feel like we're all, it's like everywhere, everything, everything everywhere all at once, we're going to get sucked back into time like she did through those w- walls and stuff just that's right exactly. and now we're now we're back in 2003 trying it to is update weird that every time i go to substack i hear the dial-up sound yeah <laughs> <laughs> kind of a strange ringtone uh oh, yeah. awesome well later today on the daily tech news show and like tom mentioned a uh, good day internet which is like uh, supplemental stuff at the top and bottom of that show we will probably talk more about this plus all the hot tech stories of the day so check it out that's at 2 p.m mountain time Oh, we're uh, going to tell you about the future of non-player characters. Oh, man. There's a, a really interesting Stanford study that was done with some chat GPT stuff. Oh, I can't wait to talk to you about okay. that. Okay. Cool. That's exciting. That'll be later today. Tom, anything else you'd like to mention? Uh, so the TMS thing in Vegas. Yeah. Um, 
I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know. Tell me what you think of it. I, I might just do DTNS live from there. What? You think? You want to do one of those? Well, um, I, mean, ooh, I might be able to uh, arrange an amplifier courtesy of James and Svet, and I might really? be able to oh, arrange a, uh, uh, a, uh, a conference room. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, so oh, wow. sometime yeah. between 12.45 and 2.15 in a, in a ballroom near you, if you're at the plaza. Oh. Well, uh, I, you know, I'll just be. bring my my mixer just mm-hmm. in case, sure. so we can plug yes. into that amplifier. And yeah, yeah. that seems like yeah. a, a, a an easy idea that just came up now, right here, live on the what? air. This is yeah, serendipity, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That's wild right, exactly. Stuff. Uh, uh, no, that's yes, I, can, I, right? I, um, I just heard back actually from the plaza, so I'll hit you up with uh, details. Oh, fantastic! And hopefully, good, good, good. hopefully, uh, it's within the price range because it's. It surprised me, like, oh, okay. Right. That's for the internet or for the conference room? For the room. Yeah, internet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Internet so is we, internet. We, uh, we can just go in the hall if it's well, <laughs> just the bar area. Yeah, yeah. We'll forget. We'll figure we'll it out. If we set up this amp here in the bar, right? Yeah. yeah. Men's Actually, room. Actually, depending on how many people. Oh, I wonder. I, I might have my room by then. I've got an outdoor patio at the pool. So there's a possibility there, although it would be, you know, you'd have outside noise and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we can, something's yeah, going to we'll be talk. figured out. Yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll, talk. Yes, we'll figure talk. it out when we get wheels down in Vegas. I can't wait to see you, Tom. That'll be great. Yeah, um, me too. I'm looking forward to see it. See you in 11 days. Tom Merritt, everybody. Ace Detect on Twitter and everything else. We'll see you next time. All right. Please don't All right. crash. It didn't crash. Okay, good. Uh, well, you know. Sometimes you, you you forget who you're adding to the show. Oh, right, Randy. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes, there's that. Yes. Nicole is gone today. We're doing a uh, threesome for today's recommendals. For the last three months, we've uh, done that. Yeah? That's true. It's felt like we've had a, a bit of a, a bit of a uh, on and off, but it's all worked out in the end because, gosh dang it, we like to recommend things. Well, what do you recommend? Here's what I'm going to recommend. Sit down and listen to the three of us talk about stuff we liked. And welcome to the program, Randy Jordan. Hi, Randy. How are you? Good morning, morning stream. How are you? Good. I'm fine. Thanks for asking. It's Good. great. It's great. a beautiful Wednesday. Yeah. I am back from vacation. I had a fantastic vacation. How was yours? Uh, we had not one yet. And uh, yeah. yeah, I don't really have one like Soon. a proper one till uh, I want to say May I have something. But, yeah. yeah, I was going to say this even even two weeks uh, uh, from now is not really going to be a vacation, but or 11 days, 11 days from now is not really going to be a vacation. There'll be vacation elements. Mm hmm. And I will find time. I will make sure that I have time to relax and not be a, a walking ball of stress. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, vacation for me. I think June. You got me. You got me thinking about uh, all my trips to Las Vegas. I've probably been to Las Vegas thirty-five times, Good Lord. and I lot. don't think any of them were longer than four or five nights. I don't yeah. I've, I've really been thinking about it. I've spent the last hour thinking mm. have I ever good... been to Las Vegas for more than four or five nights and almost all of them were for two or three nights yeah like that's just that's just the and, most unless I you take. unless you have a residency there in the in the strip <laughs> or you're you live up in North Vegas or something like that I cannot imagine why I mean it's just over it's too much to do be, be there that long it's just yeah. too much I I would like to believe that if you are a chain smoker Las Vegas is actually a little better for you. Yeah. It's like, because that aspect <laughs> you mean of a it member of the band, the chain smokers, or do you mean something else? Uh, like if you're, if you smoke tobacco 
all day, every day. Mm. I think Las Vegas yeah. might not hurt you as much, right? Yeah. Like, yeah just maybe. like you might, you might be able to last longer just because you're not experiencing that oppressive nature. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so I, at one point, and I can't find the list, I made, I was sitting in line uh, waiting for tickets to see the Go-Go's at Mandalay Bay. And uh, while I was waiting in line, I pulled out my phone and tried to remember every trip I've taken to Vegas. And this was, this was about eight years ago, 10 years ago. I can't remember how long ago it was, but um, this was very, you know, a while back. And uh, I have not kept up that list, but I think when I did that list, I had been to Vegas, you know, 25, 30 times. In the late nineties, early two thousands, I had a blog that I contributed to that just described and sort of rated all uh, of the free attractions in Las Vegas. Mm, and sure. it, was, it was, it belonged to someone else, but I was the main person that contributed to it. <laughs> and it was just like, you, you know, you could go see the parrots at Tropicana or the right. free or you the know, volcano or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was, it was, it was great. It was so fun to just like, think about this free, all this free stuff that you were getting in Las Vegas. And now looking back on it, I'm just like, man, I was bamboozled by all that, you know, like, wow. <laughs> Wow, they really got me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how they get you every yeah, things, time. Uh, a lot of those things are not there anymore. It's nope. like, oh, no. free things? Yeah, you can watch the New York, New York roller coaster. But I mean, you can watch the fountains. You can watch. I don't even know if the um, Mirage Volcano is still going. I, know, I, would, I, know the I would pay a lot of money to just go see the original Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. Not not of the Caribbean, sorry. Yeah, uh, the pirate show. Pir- yes. the, pir- the original the pirate show. Uh, outside Treasure Island, uh, what was it called? It was called the Pirates of Ti, right? Right. No, something, something before like that. Because that. It, it was even before that, they never called it Ti until they changed the sign to Ti, and it was just Treasure Island. It I was remember the, like, the signs just saying Pirate Show. 9 yeah, PM. Pirate Show. Yeah, and don't don't block the walkway when you watch the Pirate Show. Yeah, and you oh could feel God. that fire heat from blocks. It was amazing. When they would do you the could, fire, and pyro- pyro- two stuff. moving ships that would come to the middle, like where the walkway was to the casino, and they would fire cannons, and like you said, fire effects. There would be somebody who would swing across from one ship to the other on a and rope. The, and yep. the show was pirates versus these British gentlemen, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> sailors, right. and the Brits lost <laughs> every single show. The Brits lost, and then the captain went down with the ship, and it was so entertaining. Oh my gosh! And then. Then a few years later, they decide, well, it's not enough. It needs to be more Vegasy. So they changed it to a group of pirate women, scantily clad pirate women, <laughs> just basically so they could use the joke. Let's go get those semen. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Get the semen. That's exactly. what you do. <clears throat> well, that's uh, uh, so they don't do that anymore. I don't think I've, I haven't seen it since the nineties. No, yeah. no, they've got a they've got a pirate ship that you walk past if you're going to the CVS that is now where the other pirate yeah. ship was in front of the TI. <laughs> I love that. They should have kept the motif. So you're shopping. Just make it while you walk into a pirate ship CVS. Yeah, yar. I'm looking for some cream for me feet. You know? I'm telling you, there were so many free things. When they first opened that roller coaster on New York, New York, it was free. You just you just got in line and you could ride that roller coaster and it was totally free. Like mm. there were so many things. Yeah. Oh, they have yeah. the Avengers thing is still in there, KT Data? I forgot yes. about that. Yes, and uh, I try and go there almost every trip. I didn't go there this last trip just to see, just to do the gift shop. The actual Avengers station is a cool thing to do once. Sure. You know, you're seeing like actual movie costumes for ant-man and hulk and and 
Iron Man outfits and things like that. But uh, the rest of it's like, eh, okay, that's fine. What was the uh, they do a VR but thing? But the gift in shop there? is really where the action is for me. Didn't they have a VR thing in there? Like a what, what am I thinking of? No, oh, they had a Star Wars VR exhibit. Yeah, Star Wars VR at the Venetian. That's yeah. what it was. That's gone. Yeah, I think that's all gone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dude. well, you know, pandemic and putting shit on your face. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Kind of uh, didn't work in a in a Vegas lifestyle for no. sure. Well, nonetheless, and notwithstanding, it's time for us to dive straight into yeah. these recommendals. And Brian, you got a clip here to start. You always start. I do. Before I even talk about my recommendal movie, um, Rainbow Bright recommended something to me. I watched it. I enjoyed it with a little bit of a question mark, an asterisk at the end. Mm. And it's never going to make it for me as, a, an, as an official recommendal unless you are a specific person who likes this sort of thing. Um, it's called Swarm. It, is, um, it was uh, produced and directed and written by uh, uh, Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you like Atlanta, especially if you like those weird one-off episodes of Atlanta that didn't fit in with the main storyline but just kind of left you feeling a little – a little uneasy. Mm. This is a series about a woman who is absolutely obsessed with a singer named Naja and um, goes after anybody who attacks her on social media because she is such a super fan. Mm-hmm. And um, never seen that before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in real life. yeah. Exactly. No. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it is, uh, it is fascinating. It is, man, it is so well produced um and acted it's uh dominic oh fish fishback dominic fishback i think is her yes, name dominique dominique fishback yeah. and um it's really really good it's really unnerving creepy but but i came off thinking yeah the right person watching this will really enjoy this and then there's people who'll watch the first episode say yeah this isn't for me that's cool don't need to watch any more than that. If you watch the first episode and you don't get into it, then don't don't keep going because it doesn't get any it doesn't get any different than that. Interesting. I've got a, my recommendation today is a, one that I'm going to have to warn people it's not for everyone. So we have a not for everyone uh, uh, kind right, of episode cool. today. Uh, awesome. Love All right. It. Well, let's this talk about one, your movie. What I'm going to recommend is for everyone. Um, and you think of uh, great British actors that we have right now, uh, like uh, like Florence Pugh, like. Um, uh, Karen, Karen Hines, uh, Toby Jones, another good one, right? Folks sure. that we all love when we see them on film sec. Sure. What if I were going to tell you, Scott and Randy and people listening that all of them in one movie, yes, a movie with wow. Karen Hines, Toby Jones, and the guy who's going to be playing Dementus in Furiosa. Play the clip. Oh my Lord. Is she reporting any pain? You know, Anna never complains. What if she's developed the capacity to convert sunlight into energy, as plants do? Anna is in danger. The great discoveries of science, from Archimedes to Newton, have always seemed like black magic at first. Have they not, nurse? It's not science, it's nonsense. Please, you need to stop the watch. Mrs. Wright. Anemia, dropsy, scurvy, pellagraph. You are a nurse, please. Don't make a diagnosis. You're paid to watch, not to intervene. You're neither the girl's mother nor her physician. You're overstepping, madam. If Anna doesn't eat, she could die. 
Please just do your job. I do not know. Yeah, this <laughs> is a, a film on Netflix called The Wonder. Tina found this and said, let's watch it. And so I decided, yeah, sure, okay, let's, uh, it, it looks good. She hooked me with Florence Pugh. Um, right. it's about a, it's a, it, an early, um, I'm sorry, late 1800s, 1872, I believe, um, English nurse that's sent to a rural Irish village to, um, to watch over a girl who is fasting, who's able to survive somehow after four months of fasting without really showing any signs of hunger, weakness, anything like that. And, um, it's, uh, you know, she, she's basically there to observe and make sure that this is, uh, not a medically, you know, something medical going on here, uh, as a nurse, but really just to make sure it's divine intervention that this girl is able to survive, uh, without eating. Right. Um, she's, uh, Florence Pugh is fantastic. She, she makes this film. Um, it's, uh, absolutely incredible she has a way of doing that with everything she's in she tends to make it better she elevates it without a doubt um and so she you know she basically goes there to uh to watch this the movie does something in the very beginning i won't spoil it that i don't think i've ever seen a movie do and it's and it's even as the opening credits are rolling you're you're shown something that you don't think you should see in a movie <laughs> what what is okay all right you got me yeah. all right well, well you've hooked well me in yeah nice job yeah and and uh but it it surprisingly doesn't doesn't take away from the movie itself and and uh uh works as a as a really good bookend to the film an incredible bookend to the film um this is on netflix it is uh it's called again it's called the wonder it's a very i won't say it's slow paced because there's you know it's it's Stuff is happening and moving, and and the 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 progress. Oh, Tom Burke, who's going to be playing uh, Dementis in Furiosa, plays a reporter who is also sent to this uh, Irish village to report on the the girl who's fasting, and he totally believes it's a hoax. Mm. So he's, um, I like that. Know, actor. He's there to kind of disprove it. He is. A, yeah. He's got a look that looks like oh crap. What's his name? Uh, another actor. He looks like his angry little brother. Uh, anyway, I can't wait to see what he's like in uh, um, yeah. Furiosa. I can't. Uh, that, that guy's great. I like watching him. By the way, before Claire loses her mind, Karen <laughs> Hines is from England, or not from England. He is from Ireland. He's an Irish-born actor. Just so she'll calm down in the chat. Claire, are you okay now? He's oh, did I? Fucking, I don't think I even said that he was British oh, you or said, Irish. I thought anything. you said British. We love our British actors like, and then you named everybody, including Oh, Karen you're Hines. right. I did. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good point. I, think, I think about this a lot. We have really little idea of what people sounded like uh, more than a hundred years ago. Like we just don't have good recordings, and accents were probably very different mm-hmm. in the past oh, yeah. than than we expect them to be. Yeah, you know, he like, could do he could I, do whatever, man. He could come to me. Kieran Hines could walk up to me and say, "Would you like to buy some life insurance?" And I would say, "Yes, please." From you, sit down. <laughs> let's talk about it. I love that guy. He's so yeah. great. Uh, you also get Dermot Crowley, another British. No, I'm sorry, he is Irish. Uh, Dermot Crowley, who was uh, uh, connects to my last 
recommendal uh, Luther. He's uh, the the Luther's uh, uh, boss, basically, in the last few seasons of Luther and the uh, the movie. Um, and and again, Claire Claire wasn't bitching about my use of uh, describing Kieran Hines as as British. She was bitching about Toby Jones' accent, oh. <laughs> his, his, fake, his fake Irish accent. She was having a major shit fit about that the was the accent. meltdown okay well the, there's the so meltdown. many caps it's yes. hard to keep track of all these caps i know you can't figure out what she what's she mad about now yeah yeah look out vegas anyway, anyway. so there you go lots of british and irish actors and actresses <laughs> in the film the wonder available now on netflix uh all right that's one i definitely want to see um randy what let's do you what do you got here it's a documentary and uh i'm i i couldn't get a good clip it's the kind of documentary where it builds on itself and all of the spoken words are sort of spread out throughout the whole thing. And there's, it's got twists and turns. It's a big buildup. And I just grabbed a clip from early in the show because I, like I say, it, there was just nothing, there was nothing that wouldn't give it all away, <laughs> you know, that wouldn't tell you the whole story. Uh, so, uh, you know, this is just, uh, it's a documentary, and uh, a woman is talking about her experiences. Excellent. Here we go. I guess it was kind of almost like going into a men's club. They let you know it, especially at Bondi. One guy in particular, I'd caught a whole lot of waves, and the guys really hated it if I got a lot of waves. And so he dropped in on me. I'm like, hey, hey, don't drop in on me. And he just kicked me, kicked me and said, you know, get off and I go, it's my wave. You the one dropped in on me and he just told me to go in. So that kind of stuff happened a lot. But then there would be four or five guys that were always really beautiful and always sort of looked after me. So they kept me going because there was a lot of reasons why I should have stopped. No idea. This sounds interesting, though. This is, this is called Girls Can't Surf. Mm. And uh, it is by a filmmaker who has been making surf documentaries and uh, he, uh, his name is something like Christopher Nelius and he's best known for being at the top of the 3d fad in around 2010 Uh, in in around 2010, he put out a surf documentary about these guys who go surf in front of storms, right? When there's a big storm out in the ocean, they go, they go catch big waves and he took 3d cameras out there (laughs) and and film these guys. And he was supposed to be, you know, you you remember 2010, man. Oh yeah. We were into it. Yeah. 2009 to about 2011, they were yeah, force feeding the 3d down our throats. Pretty bad. So, so what this document is, it's a hour 45, this documentary, it's surprisingly long. And what this documentary does is it pieces together like a scrapbook, the history of women surfing professionally. And it's got tons and tons of contemporaneous interviews, as well as interviews that go back for, you know, 50 years. It goes back to the 70s. And uh, there are lots and lots of times where women are being interviewed about their experiences as professional surfers. Mm. And what that experience is, you will not believe. Like, I, I, I don't want to tell you because it's got some twists like a good documentary does, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I just want you to watch it. You will be amazed at the awesome archival footage. And uh, it will surprise you. It surprised me several times, this, this little movie about women trying to be professional surfers. Where is this streaming again? It's on Amazon Prime. Prime, okay. And oh, yeah. uh, it it just came out about two years ago. 
Okay, yeah, and, I was going to say, it looks like uh, it's a little older, but this thing's like unanimous on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Everyone loves this thing. Yes, it is. It's just a, it's a beautiful thing. It's, and it's got, it touches on every woman's issue <laughs> that you can imagine. Mm. Like, through, you know, through the, through over 50 years here of women, try, you know, just dealing with all the things that they do uh, in trying to gain equality. And uh, I, I guess I will spoil one thing because it's just a fact of the history of professional surfing. In 2018, women finally got equal uh, pay and equal stature in professional surfing and uh that you know so the whole movie is kind of leading up to that but along the way man i just can't oh it's very emotional this review i like this review girls can't surf is a spectacular angering and grossing and inspiring yarn well assembled and packed with in and indelible personalities that sounds great i love this kind of stuff it's a really competent documentary Uh, you know like like i say well making something uh, that's just a scrapbook basically, but it has so much more, you know, to offer. It, it takes a, a, a lot of, uh, a lot of talent. Uh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. All right. Definitely one to watch, uh, everybody. Here's my clip. Now I'm going to just say at the top of this, it's not for everybody. This movie. <laughs> okay. Um, I happen to like this filmmakers movies generally, but because I just think he's, he's got an interesting voice and it's, I don't know. He makes the genres he plays around in feel a little bit new. Like he's, he's trying things that I don't usually see, but this is definitely not going to be for everybody. Uh, it's kind of a hardcore drama. I'll play the clip and then we'll talk about it. Where's mine spelled. You didn't think to go back and get me another accelerated the event. There was a little time and less inclination. Prick. I thought you'd be okay with, me just telling you about mine nope all right short short clip very short clip yeah uh most of the dialogue in this movie is kind of rough and kind of hard to play on a podcast but uh the movie is called dragged across the concrete and (laughs) by the way just dragged across concrete is it oh sorry i keep saying that i don't know why i do that but it is just dragged across concrete which is a better title than the the stupid Anyway, <laughs> well, it just made it easier for me to find the, <laughs> the graphic and links. <laughs> yeah, it, but it, it definitely is better not to have that extra word in there. Anyway, it is a cool movie, I think, uh, directed by and written by S. Craig Zoller. He is known for Bone Tomahawk. Many of you who've seen that will know why that is a hardcore piece of business. Mm-hmm. Uh, an old Western is his first film in 2015 uh, that he directed and wrote anyway. And his second film... Uh, was a movie with um, you heard the voice of Vince Vaughn in there, um, and his second movie was called something on the block. Hold on a second, Where Jenny from the block. <laughs> no, it's uh, 2017. Where is it? And I can't find. Oh, that's producer. Hold on, I just want to see actor. Why is that so hard? Actor. Here we go. Okay, he was in a movie called Scroll Scroll. Boy, he's been busy. Hold on a second. Jeez, the wheezes. Uh, <laughs> uh, here it is. Brawl in Cell Block 99. Uh, also a really good movie and one I would recommend. Um, and it's 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 him in a way you've never really seen Vince Vaughn before. It's pretty crazy. But anyway, this movie, uh, Dragged Across Concrete, stars some controversial people. Mel Gibson's in this. He plays a, uh, let's call him a 
corrupt cop, ultimately a corrupt cop. All right. Okay. Like leading right. into some stuff. I don't want to give it away in case you're going to see it, but he, but he's heading towards some corruptness and, 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 and fulfills the goal of goal of corruptness at one point. Let's just put it that way. Uh, Vince Vaughn is his partner and they're both in trouble for how they treated an arrest. Uh, they were, uh, too, uh, too brutal and too mean to, uh, people that they went to, uh, to, to bust, um, in their, in their job. And so they're kind of off right now. And it's what happens during this, the suspension period that is the essence of the film. Um, there's a bunch of other people in here. You know, Jennifer Carpenter plays one of the saddest, briefest things she's ever played. Um, you know her from Dexter and a bunch of other stuff. She's Dexter's sister. Yeah. She's very good. Quarantine in it. movie. But the, but her her weird role in this, I still can't quite get over it. That Udo Kier dude, who we've seen in like a bunch of film sack movies, is that really yeah. menacing Imposing. looking German dude? Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's German, but whatever he is, he's really freaky in this. Is he German? Okay. He is German. Yep. Uh, Don Johnson's in it. Although. Oh, wow. Briefly in this, he was much more in the previous film, that block movie with uh, what's his name. So this is somebody who tends to carry actors along with him. It's one of those directors who like works with people he likes. Um, And then a really great performance by uh, Tori Kittles, who plays Henry Johns. He is, I'd never even heard of him before. I thought he was fantastic in this. The concept is kind of, it's sort of a heist movie, but kind of in reverse. It's very long, I would say overlong, but I feel like it pays off. And the final third is some of the most intense, unpredictable street level crime drama I've ever seen. Oh, wow. And this director just has a voice. It's hard for me to explain. It's not going to be a voice everyone finds pleasant. It's going to be an unpleasant voice in a lot of ways. And this movie is controversial um, because it, it uh, I think, dips into some, some subject matter they're going to make. It's just going to make some people very uncomfortable. So know that going in. This is on Netflix. Uh, the reason I noticed it, it's from 2018, but I noticed it pop in there and it was in their top 10 for a bit. And I don't know if that was just star power doing it or people said, ooh, Mel Gibson's controversial. I wonder what this is like. And here's the problem with Mel Gibson in general. This is my take on Mel. That dude is a by all accounts, kind of a huge dick in real life, mm-hmm. right? Just, just a gigantic <laughs> yeah. penis. Um, yeah. And it's really unfortunate because he is one of the most interesting actors and directors of our time. Like when he does his work, he's really good. Mm-hmm. Like he's really good at it. I just wish he wasn't such a pud in real life. And if you're the kind of person that says, well, I can't watch a movie with Mel Gibson. I get it. Totally get it. Don't do it mm-hmm. then if you don't want to. Yeah. Um, but he gives a great performance in this. Vince Vaughn is very good in this. These two movies from Vince Vaughn in a row from the same director are kind of like, whoa, they're kind of revealing about like, he isn't just rom-coms and stupid movies or whatever, or a bit part on, on Curb. He's actually got the chops and still does, and he's very good in these. Um, so yeah, just know you're getting into a very gritty crime drama that is going to run, let's see, what's the run? Two hours, 39 minutes. It's long. Mm-hmm. And know that it's, you know, doesn't pull a lot of punches. And if you've seen Bone Tomahawk or that uh, Brawl on Block 99 or whatever the hell it's called, uh, you kind of know what you're getting into here. It's going to be a little rough. All right? So just be prepared. If that sounds like it might be for you and you're looking for, a, I don't know, something different, I think that uh, Dragged Across Concrete might be uh, your your deal. You just, cool. you just raised a very interesting question for me, and that is, 
do I want Vince Vaughn from Wedding Crashers or do I want serious drama of Vince Vaughn? Um, I don't know. It's a hard, hard call, right? Like, I don't know. I feel like yeah. that's why it's so weird maybe is because he goes back and forth like this. It's not the first time he was in that Psycho remake and was pretty. He his, was good uh, in it. His series uh, in True Detective, his season of True Detective, mm. like it's not the best season of True Detective, but he's really good. Yeah, he is. He is one of the better parts of that. Yeah, because that was season two, right? The, yeah. the he was one of the better parts of that season for sure. And I just have a thing for Don Johnson's older career. I don't know what it is. I just really yeah. Like I mean, it. Knives Out was kind of a little bit of a revelation for us with him, right? Yeah. Or was yeah. it something before that? that? Or yeah. Maybe uh, what was it? Oh, he was in the um, uh, uh, Watchmen uh, series. He was really good in that. I think I saw that before Knives Out. I can't remember now. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's all bleeding together. But I, yep. but uh, his, I just like his career now more than ever. Like I didn't really care for it when he was young, and you know Funny the Miami Vice it, era, sure. which just wasn't interesting to me. But but now when he plays these characters, he's a prison warden in that one I mentioned before, and he's just unbelievably creepy and weird in it and this one he's just it's really straight ahead he's just the chief lieutenant of the local department and he's the one that tells these guys they're suspended and doesn't do much else for the movie but when he's on screen he's he's really good and i don't know if you guys follow fred melamed very much um let me pull him up real quick you know him from a thousand things he was in fargo wandavision um a serious man barry uh Everything. He's in everything, this guy. If you saw his face, you'd know him. He's in this, and he gives me the willies like nobody else. I don't know why. He just <laughs> really? Does. Okay. Yeah. And that Jennifer Carpenter stuff is heartbreaking, her role in this movie. Really? Freaking oh, heartbreaking. Man. I didn't expect it. So I guess what I'm saying, if you like things you don't expect, and you're okay with a little Mel Gibson part, mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. then this movie might be for you. Uh, Brian, of course, put these all up on uh, quick or uh, quick sack, uh, quick tms.li. <laughs> They're there, and you can go look at them right now. Awesome, Randy. How do you how do you feel about today's lineup? How much? Oh, your take? I love it. I I, I, I I'm, I'm having a I'm having a moment with all of the new stuff. There's too much stuff. Mm. There's too yeah. much great stuff yeah. on streaming. There's too many streaming services. It's like really overwhelming. Mm. And uh, I, I really really appreciate it when people kind of like vet this stuff for me. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, Same. Like yeah. there's there's uh, a really you know there's a really high highly rated show called Beef right now. Like mm-hmm. really really highly rated. And that I will almost my... certainly watch it just based on the Rotten Tomato score. But I'd really appreciate it if somebody else. I know, Brian. I know. That might be my recommendation next week. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to hearing more about beef because I smell like beef. It smells like beef. Okay, this is weird. My wife walked in here, stood here on I her saw phone. Her. Yeah, she's, she's, we all saw her. She uh, grabbed, yeah. she stole something. I think she took that guy's wallet. Did you take something? <laughs> what is that? What is it? Invoice. So, Brian, while oh. I have you, did yeah, I not yeah. bring you oh, that? Hey, How are you? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It's been a little confusing around here. Uh, all right, that's it. Uh, Randy, as always, a good uh, time was had, and we'll do it again this weekend uh, for a film sack. We'll see you next time. What are we doing this weekend? I forgot. Uh, We're doing nope. 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 Looking forward to nope. Exactly. It'll be great. Nope. Okay, nope. Uh, <laughs> let's get out of here. We <laughs> got a couple of quick things. As mentioned, I'll be on DTNS today at 2, play retro at 3.30. Uh, we got a quick text I'd like to read. This is a fun Ooh, one. cool. All right. This one is about spurt because yesterday's title was uh, <laughs> dog spurt. Remember that? 
I do remember that, yes. Some of you had trouble getting yesterday's episode, and I'm still not sure why, because it worked for me on... I tr- I test every day on like 14 different podcatchers, and all of them work fine, so I don't know what sure. was going on. It may have been an IP thing. So let me know if anyone has trouble today. I guess you won't hear this if you're having trouble, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, ha-ha, why did, it, why did I spell it dog spurt? S-P-U-R-T. I'm cracking up. Speaking of spurt, I used to be a dog bather, now marketing manager for dog daycare, and I have some fun horror stories. You should share those. Send those in. Yeah, for sure. I would love to hear those. That sounds uh, wonderful. I don't know who this was. No, that say. was uh, Biffy, Biffy Dino. Biffy oh, Biffy Dino. 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 Yeah. Very nice. Also, we got an email about kimchi and the way it smells. Enjoy this. Natalie, uh, <laughs> Alan, and the cats wrote in. Sounds like a band says, yeah. help, uh, would love your input as my husband is having fits about the smell. Talking about kimchi. Frankly, I hate lingering stinky home food odors too, odors too especially if they reek like they like a used baby diaper. Do you all have a way to quickly refresh in the air after opening up a container of kimchi? Please feel free to include Kim's approach in there on this one. She's not here anymore. I can't ask her. Um, I started doing, excuse me, Tom's lunch routine. Of kimchi and sardines, so later lunch the smells. Uh, sorry, so a- after lunch the smells are bumping. I threw away the last half-eaten container that was in the refrigerator because we were leaving for vacation and it was making everything smell like poot. I've tried everything, uh, opening up the garage and then eat it in the house, and that's not been able to help. We live in Pennsylvania. Uh, and it's cold in the garage right now. I found the most success with lighting a candle and don't want to chemically refresh in the air with an air freshener. Vinegar, I've also done that too, but the smell is pungent as well. Love the show though, Natalie. Brian, do you have a trick for like stinky food elimination uh, type deals? Yeah, we just move. We just uh, find <laughs> another neighborhood that we like and we move to it. And yeah, uh, You call your realtor. To, be, to yeah. be sure. It's the only way to be sure. Yeah. No, you know, it's funny. Um, we must not eat stuff that smells that bad because, you know, we just open the front window. We open the back patio. Mm. Any any cooked salmon smells leave. Any cooked, uh, you know, anything like that just smell just gets right out. So, Well, my experience with the kimchi, which we have a ton of around here all the time. Yeah, of course. But the house doesn't smell like kimchi. And the reason it doesn't is because I refuse to cook anything with the kimchi. If you cook with kimchi, mm. it burns the smell into stuff or embeds it in drapes and, you know. Really? Okay, yeah, so like that. don't cook. the Like once you've made, but how do you initially make, I guess you ferment the kimchi. You ferment you it, but in our case, it, right? you just yeah. go to Costco and buy the $5 jub, jumbo oh. thing. Of it. <laughs> if, if that's gotcha. the way we do it. Sometimes we make our own, but or it's usually my sister-in-law who makes it and brings it over. So And brings it over. So she's yeah. cooking the kimchi. She's making her house smell so you don't have to. Yeah, and if you're doing it the cold, there's a cold cold prep method of making kimchi that involves no cooking at all so you can definitely do that um the stinkiest thing we had around here is last night kim made pulled or made uh, pork ribs Maybe is it just pork ribs i guess so and they were in a instapot thing all day or a, not instapot but a what do you call that uh, crock pot. pot and that smelled like somebody took a dump on your face like really it was, yeah pork it was ribs? Bad. and they were amazing don't get me wrong you know what i think it was i have the sugar-free uh barbecue sauce that we used yeah yeah i think that stuff cooked is funky oh really yeah you take the sugar i just can't imagine meat slowly simmering all day long not smelling fantastic yeah that blows my mind that should same with us we were like okay it's gotta be the sauce throw that barbecue sauce (laughs) as far away as you can it tasted good though i will give it that 
No issues. Leave with it at a leave it in the country and just drive home. Just drive away. <laughs> it's not unlike moving after you know your idea of just moving. I like that. Yeah, there's that too. Yeah, sure. Anyway, uh, good luck. Just don't be cooking with it. Okay. Just that's my recommendation. Or if you eat it constantly, like my brother eats it twenty four seven. He smells like kimchi. It's just the way it is. <laughs> it just comes out of his pores. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. yeah. How, do you get, how do you get the smell out of your brother is a whole different email from a uh, whole different Natalie question. And, and one I don't yeah. have a good answer for, by the way. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. you get the smell out of your brother, but I'm working on it. Uh, thanks for those emails and texts. You can text us at 801 471 You can email us at themorningstream at gmail.com. A uh, quick shout out to our patrons who are awesome and who will make things happen around here. If it wasn't for you, there probably wouldn't be a show. So we need you to continue that. And also thanks to those who in recent days upped their uh, pledges. We really appreciate it. And all you new folks, you guys are awesome. Patreon.com slash TMS this weekend for Couch Party. Uh, We'll have a video version again. So so, um, that's the plan. That one didn't get pulled. Feeling good. Good, um, good. That's a sign. Yep. It's, a sign. it's our second half of uh, Dark World, which we'll finish up on Saturday. Cool. And uh, if you want art in the mail, other great monthly benefits, pre-show content every day, no commercials ever, then you're in the right place. Patreon.com slash TMS. Brian, let's get out of here. We need to play a song. What do you have? Okay. I've got a song that's going out to uh, somebody who uh, entered their name as Toe Cutter. So enjoy that, Scott. Mm, great. Uh, soul and Bone, I'm making this request for my daughter, Lily. She's been transitioning for the past several years and on April 17th will officially have her name legally changed to reflect her gender. Of my three children, I've always told her that she would be the one to make me the proudest. Aw. Love you, Lily. And, and sorry to the other two kids, by the way. Yeah, they're Love fine. you, Lily. P.S. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Scott, I'm in Washington State. It cost her three hundred and one dollars and fifty cents to legally have her name changed. Three hundred and one, three hundred and one dollars and fifty cents. Yes. What the frick kind of price is that? Is that after taxes? Or was there a flat number? Because that's weird. I don't know. That is weird. It's like three hundred dollars and then an extra dollar fifty for something, right? Damn, that's amazing <laughs> yeah. that it's that weird number. But also, yeah, I got to quit saying fifty bucks in courthouse. It's not right yeah. anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Three hundred one fifty in there. $301.50 at the local courthouse. Um, so uh, anyway, uh, congratulations going to you, Lily, and um, uh, we're all excited for you. Uh, Toe Cutter wanted to hear uh, this one. Again, we've played on the show before. I don't mind playing it again. This comes from our uh, our resident heavy metal rock cover artist, Leo Moricoli, or however it's pronounced. Mm. This guy cranks out some amazing metal covers of songs. On this one, we've got vocals, and in a rarity, we've even got harmony vocals and a little bit of screaming. Here's their cover of Toto's Africa. Turn to me as if to say, hurry 
like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. $1.95 per minute for entertainment only. Under 18, get permission. Mm. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.